like bidets are for spontaneous sex people, and I'm past that. Like, you know how when you were in school and you didn't feel good, you just like raise your hand and you're like, can I go to the nurse? And they're like, yeah. Right, right, right. Nurse. Why did that stop after school? Like, why isn't that in every office building in every place in America? Like, why? Yeah, there should be the nurse and not even just office Every. buildings. Like Walmart should have one, the grocery store should have one. Like there should be a nurse everywhere. If you ever saw an older dude that was missing his finger, you'd be like, oh, did you work in butt? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> so they would lose their fingers on the machines, man, because they didn't have ocean air with the safety rules and regulations. One dude who worked there got a fork, like a forklift fork through his leg. Wow. You know, you're not supposed to ride around with the forks up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. riding around with the forks up. He was like, standing somewhere and they backed into him. And Ooh. he was a heavy marijuana smoker. And if oh. he got injured and failed the piss test, the insurance would just drop it. You were just asking. Yeah, that's what they do. They, the first but, thing they do is take your blood. Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Jadab Justin Richardson. And our guest today is the owner of Big Dave's Catering, link in the description of this episode, the one and only Dave Parr. I'll tell you, man, really, really had a lot of fun with this episode. We went a lot of different places. We got we talked about a bunch of different stuff. Dave, he's just the best. He's one of my buddies from work, and he's a great chef, and he owns a huge, really good catering, like really big catering business. And it was awesome to learn his story and how the business started and then get a background, like, you know, more of a background on him as a person and his type of likes and dislikes and different stories. And this episode just went all over the place and it was really a lot of fun. Jada, what'd you think? I had a good old time. We talked about things I like. We talked about things you like. It was nice. We're going to bring nurses back. I'm excited. I think it's, I think everyone's going to like it. I think the people are going to get excited. Um, but on this episode, we have Dave Parr. He talks about growing up in Northeast Phil- or North Philadelphia. We get on some North Logan. Philadelphia landmarks. Yep, he grew up in Logan. Uh, we get on some North Philadelphia landmarks. We talk about nice. catering. We talk about growing up and his experience in high school and the different athletics he did and uh, getting into music a little bit with his, his father and things like that. And then we get into, you know, just living life as it is, every day by day. And I'll tell you, this guy, you're going to love him. Hilarious, fun, a lot of fun. J-Dub? Every day is a winding road, you know? Amen, brother. Speaking of winding roads, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. And our guest today is the one and only Dave Parr. Enjoy. All right, hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's J-Dub Justin Richmond. Like we said on the show today, we have the one and only Dave Parr. He's the owner and proprietor of Big Dave's Catering. We're going to have a link in the description of this episode where you can find all of Dave's stuff online as far as socials, websites, and everything like that. I will say that, right? Uh, you know, I know this is getting hot and heavy at the top of the show, but I don't know. People, for all our listeners that don't know, I'm white. I'm white. <laughs> 
It is. It's. I'm white. It is what it is. I'm white. I didn't choose to be this way. I am this way. But either way, I'm white. And what happened is, is that I never have what are called collard greens. And <laughs> Big Dave's Catering did uh, lunch at our office. And my God, I was blown away. Delish and nutrish. But super excited to get this guy on. He's one of my all-time guests. I'll tell you, Justin, we talked about this before on the show, where in an office setting, it's tough to know like who you can actually talk to as a person and who you have to be a robot with. So I really, really, you really come to appreciate those guys that are like, dude, this is just a good dude. He's got a jib, and I love the cut of that jib. You know my, what I mean? That's my, my eternal downfall is I, I play my hand too rough sometimes. I drop, I drop pair of jacks on somebody and they're like what did you just say and i'm like never mind oh, nothing yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. sorry no 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 yeah. i have a two and a four and I, I appreciate every day that i get to show up here yeah i learned that lesson the hard way where it's like either they have to be vetted by someone else that you trust right <laughs> vetted like no this guy's part of the gimmick right or they have to come they have to say it to you first you know what i mean like they yeah. have to talk like an actual person to you first to be like oh, okay all right yeah we can talk we can do this thing you know, so nice, but super excited to have him on the show. He's a really big fan of him. Once I told some people that he's going to be on the show, they're really excited for this episode. So nonetheless, this is Dave Parr, and we're going to get this thing going. Dave, how are you, man? Thanks for being here. I'm great, man. Thanks a lot for uh, having me on. Appreciate you and all the kind words, man. You're a super dude, too. Uh, glad we crossed paths. Uh, we like to say haberdashery. Uh, you're in that same club. <laughs> You <laughs> share the same uh, fashion street. Oh, I like it. Yeah. No, Dave is, dude, I'll tell you, we've talked about it and I brought it up earlier, but Dave, if there's one guy who knows his way around looking good, it's all deep <laughs> there, baby. He's always rocking the gator. It's either the gator or see you later. <laughs> but yeah, always looking good in the gator. But I'm super excited to have Dave on. Dave, we're going to do a little thing now, like we call is the disputed questions. So, Justin and I, we have some questions that we ask our guests, and either A, you'll agree with me and be correct, or B, you'll agree with Justin and be wrong. So, <laughs> first question I would like to ask you, are you an iPhone or Android? I would hate to tell you this, but I love to say it, and I'm not going to be uh, one of those guys that sugarcoat it. I'll make the question longer than I have to, because once I answer the question, it'll be really short. <laughs> Android. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Set up. He asked, like that. That. he asked me that three days ago. He set that up. He knew yeah. what he was doing. He already knew your answer. He was like, what's like you are? Yeah. yeah, he actually yeah, bought yeah. me the phone. I was an iPhone, and he actually bought me an Android prior to coming on the show. Yeah. I'm just I like, look, here's a Samsung. He's like, look, Samsung's paying looking. me to get this answer out of me. Right, right, right. Just right. For the but record, no, yeah. I was a Sony at the original. What's the first cell phone you had? Wow, Nokia. Nokia? What'd you have, man? Uh, Motorola. I had a Sony Ericsson. Ooh. Wow. Oh, did I remember? A time ago. Dude, remember the BlackBerry push gimmick? It was like yeah. a screen that you could press in. I remember my one buddy, former guest of the show, friend of the show, Alan Bach, had that. And it was, I, I know this, what you're talking I, about. I can tell you the exact time frame it came out. It was when the Eagles made that run to the NFC Championship and lost to the Cardinals. Because I. 2000, no, it was 09, 08, 09. And I distinctly remember it because there I was watching a video on his, you know, BlackBerry push. 
and it was the do it for Dawkins YouTube video. Do we remember oh, this? I do do you not. remember that video? Oh, dude, if you want your heart to break, I mean, I know, I know we're getting hot and heavy early on, but uh, <laughs> if you remember 2009, there was like, we had had, the season was totally up and down. We had yeah. had that, we, we had like the lowest of the low where McNibby had forgotten that you could tie in the National Football League. I remember that game against yeah. the Bengals. Yep. So we had the tie against the Bengals was not good. I right? didn't know you couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got buried in the media for that. So we had the tie against the Bengals, no good. Then the next week we played the Ravens and got dirt stomped, right? Then the following week, we were playing on Thanksgiving against the Cardinals and beat them senseless. I was at that game, incredible game on Thanksgiving. After that, they went on a run, a late run, kind of like Buffalo did this year, a late season run, won it out. Then the last game of the year was the Silver Linings Playbook game where we beat the Cowboys 44-6, to I believe. And once we did that, then we were the hottest team going in the playoffs. Right, I believe we knocked off. I want to say the Giants first, and then in the wild card, I believe it was the Giants. Yeah, because I think I remember Trent Cole, Trent Cole, high stepping into the end zone. It was incredible. So we beat the Giants, and then because we won the division, so yeah, we beat the Giants. And then I forget the second team we beat, and then we were oh Minnesota. Second team we beat was Minnesota yeah. in Minnesota, and then we go to uh, Arizona and lose to Larry Fitzgerald, but. Before that, Brian Dawkins had never won a championship at any level, high school, college, or NFL. So there was a video that came out called Do It For Dawkins because he was – remember the speech he gave before Minnesota where he was like, do you feel that? Do you feel that thing beating in your doggone chest? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was with that – it was, like, all that other stuff. Dude, it was so good. I probably watched it a million times. But either way, but yeah. yeah, Do It For Dawkins. uh, yeah, so yeah, all that spurred from you asked about what phone you had. So there you go. Uh, very good. Next question. Uh, what movie do you think is better, Dave? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go with mm, I'll go with one. It lays the premise. Wow. Wow. Correct. Wow, Dave. Wow. I mean, if my heart wasn't broken before, <laughs> Uh, next question, and this is a new one, but I'd love to get your take. Justin, I would love to get your take as well. Um, Dave, HBO, you know it, you love it, you ever heard of it? Yes. Okay, and you've watched it, I assume? Often. Right. Do you have a favorite HBO series or show? Ooh. Right. Yes, I do. What are you going with? I'll go with The Wire for 200, Bob. Ooh, I thought I was going to hear The Wire, babe. Some Stringer Bell, you know, Omar. You know, dude, yes, yes. The wire, the wire's a hitter, dude. We Justin and I did an episode that we uh we never released. It was called a top five episode, yet to be released. Um, and in that episode, <laughs> we did the top five uh top five uh HBO series of all time, right? Blistering and we're thinking, nuts. Yeah, dude. I was like, we're, I'm gonna have a hard time coming up with five. I was like. Every time you kept giving an answer, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember I did my top five, and I was like, he said one. And I was like, oh, I cannot leave that out of there. Right, right, How right. It's right, not right. in the top five, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was – it's – I mean, it's I – mean, Wire, for sure, is a staple. Absolutely. Yeah. Staple. And what's the Empire? What was it? Uh, it was the one with the uh, – it was the old one on Atlantic City. Oh, Bull- Bullock Empire. 
Yeah, Boardwalk Empire. That was that was a great that gets one. honorable I, mention. I, I, yeah, yeah. I love that Perry Mason. That was really good. Yeah. Perry Mason. Took me a while to get. Go ahead, go ahead Dave. No, go ahead, Dave. Oh, no, it took me a while to grow. Now it's one of those things you hear everybody talking about it, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, let me check out a few episodes," and I was hooked. I'm like a Did sucker Perry Mason for that. Have a second season. Yeah, there is a second season. Okay. I'm a sucker for like I watched Chinatown not too long ago. Okay. And I was talking to my little brother. I was like, I like Perry Mason. I like Chinatown. It's like I love Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It takes place yeah. in that, like 1930s, like big hat, yeah. dumb trench. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker yeah. for it. That exactly. gritty crop cop drama. Yeah. yeah. You smoke cigarettes. Detective. You drive like an old military yeah. bike. It's fun, dude. I'll tell you. I mean, the Perry Mason, the first season, I was really into until the uh, until they got to until uh, I don't. I mean, spoilers. But until Lithgow died. Then I really uh, feel TV. like it kind of. Are you kidding me? That's the whole show. He died. <laughs> sorry, Dave. <laughs> like, uh, no, grandpa. The grandpa would act like he didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, no, but no, yeah, I was just like, I mean, when he, I just feel like it kind of went downhill after that. Before that, it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Check but that just one kind, out. Of, kind of fell off the, kind of fell off the rails. But either way, no, Perry Mason's a really good show. I love that, like kind of like sleuth i guess you could call it like a sleuth drama like right good, uh yeah good to, good uh old sherlock holmes a little detective yeah good detective justin what do you what is your favorite hbo show my favorite hbo show and you have God. to pick it's i'm gonna go with curb off the top of my head oh, well, good show. Curb, curb so much it makes me so enthusiasm happy. yeah yeah because i was i watched seinfeld i was a seinfeld watcher uh like at dinner time like it was uh back in the day when we were kids on fox on regular tv there was simpsons and then seinfeld like right after so like yeah, i but... never watched all the seinfelds and i've been doing it like now later in life yeah. We at dinner every night, we'd like sit on trays and watch Seinfeld. And yeah. then I watched Curb and I was like, this is exactly what Seinfeld is, but with curse words. And that's all right. 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 And my that's story with Curb is when Netflix came out, I would uh, get the three movies and they would be all curves. I would uh, copy them, send them back, and I could always have a library of Curb. I know I'm going to jail, but <laughs> uh, I just had to share that. <laughs> Dude, you, I mean, I mean, Dude, Curb, my buddy Curb. used to do the same. Back when they would send you discs, they had DVD-R and DVD-VRs. They also, yeah. uh, uh, Xbox games were on the same kind of disc. So I had a buddy who was on Gamefly, same concept. They would send you a game every week, and you mailed it back. And you could copy yeah. video games, you could copy DVDs. Whoa. You would go over his house, and he had a full, like, you know, remember the old CD binders? Yeah, he yeah. Xbox games and DVDs. And I was like, The good old days. Awesome. Now I don't even play yeah. games, but I think they, they they just sell them to you on the cloud now. Is they that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Both, yeah. Both of the newest systems come without district if you want. Yeah. So I remember yeah. buying my son uh, one of those games, and I'm like, I'm looking through the box, just tearing it apart. Like, oh, excuse me, I, I didn't get the game. They were like, uh, it's a little. Uh, I don't know. It was a QR code. It was a little deal in there. Where he had to do some stuff, and yeah, yeah, your son figured out instantly, and you're like, yeah. "What is going on here? I'm at the practice thing." <laughs> yeah, it's a piece He's of like, paper. This is out, not sixty dollars. 
right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have to upgrade systems eventually when the next Red Dead Redemption comes out. But other than that, that's really all I play. Uh, but either way, very good. Let's keep it on moving on. Keep it on moving on down the road. Oh, uh, my favorite HBO show since you guys were so interested is uh, Band of Brothers. So there you go. Oh, uh, classic right that's war that's war right yeah 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 Yeah. dude but it's like think about it dude if i said a top five it's like band of brothers is up there the wires obviously up there game of thrones is way up there i don't even know i didn't say that one that one by far is probably one of the one of the greater shows that have ever been made yeah legit dude remember do you remember rome the show rome oh yeah yeah Thousand percent on HBO. That HBO. that show broke the record for shows at the time as far as like the budget for like major battle scenes and things like that. Rome broke all the records. And then HBO was really? like, Hey, hold hold my dick real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna be breaking a lot of records. You but know dude, what? Another HBO- show that another show that broke records. I don't know if you guys ever saw this get out. Not get out, get yeah. out. Uh it's called get um it's a dancing show, man. It's uh, it went back to the '80s with New Yorkers, uh, hip hop, Grand Max and Flash. How that whole era was. Um, what uh, is dude, I wait, wasn't Will Smith's son in it. He was. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. They God. broke the budget on that one too. That was one of the shows they actually had to stop because of the budget. So when you said that, kind of yeah. made that connection. Yeah, because I remember the one dude like. He was a DJ and it was the power of the crayon. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. That God. was a good show. That was a really good show. Yeah. About, before like, Netflix, kids. HBO was killing it. Oh, dude. I mean, HBO still does well, but they're more like, I feel like it's more uh, content or like quality over quantity. Right. Yeah. Because like Netflix is throwing out, they, they are like, they're like, look, we just need content. Give us anybody <laughs> thinking of anything. Let's go. Bosh, yeah, bosh, let's bosh. go with it. Yeah. Right. Like, they're just like nonstop. Whereas, like, HBO is like, no, we're going to take time and we're going to make House of Dragon. And right. if you think about it, the two biggest shows, the you know, last year, it was House of Dragon and then the uh, the video game show that they did. Uh, what's it called? Oh, my God. Mortal Kombat? Uh, no, not Mortal Kombat. No, no, no. The, the, last, the Last Stand, maybe? Okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? The one with Pedro Pascal and and Jenna Ra- or something Ramsey, dude. The, it was just it was HBO's biggest hit last year. You know, Last of Us, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, Last I of Us, yeah, yeah, which was a yeah. massive hit. So yeah, HBO is like a two parent home corporate dinner type deal where Netflix caters to everybody. Like you got yeah. somebody on heroin, you got somebody helping somebody get off heroin, you got somebody yeah. that never used heroin. So it's yeah. like everybody just comes to Thanksgiving dinner and everybody gets something from Netflix. Yeah. And almost like my yeah. dinner table. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, look, I'm going to get some salmon spring rolls, but then I'm also going to get shot up on fentanyl. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, like, right. That's Netflix, baby. Yeah, I'm going to get Tiger King, but also I'm going to get The Crown. What are we even that's doing it. here? What that's are we it. doing here? You know? <laughs> but that's the name of the game. So let's keep it moving then. Uh, Dave, Cheetos, Crunchy or Puff? Ooh. That's a toughie, man. There is. We asked the hard-hitting questions here, babe. I'm going a little crunchy, man. Sure you are. You sure are. You want to know why? Because you're not a jerk. You're a good jerk. <laughs> and I love you. Uh, next, pancakes, waffles, or French toast? French toast, man. You never had my wow. French toast? Wow. Have you I had, had French toast? 
I think I did. I brought it to work one. I mean, yeah, I brought it to the office. I uh, I'm, I think I missed. A, I don't know. I've missed some of your, I mean, you might have missed your that one. days. Yeah. Well, I do, but, I'm, I'm not sure. I think I did it that. Uh, yeah, I did it. I think you missed that one. French yeah, toast, man. Counts as a win for me. French toast. Do you do brioche French toast? That's what it was. Brioche. Is it another way? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not that I want to know of. Yeah. We actually, uh, a former guest of the show, friend of the show, Brian Madden, he swears that uh, whenever he has a lady friend stay the night, the next day he says his his go-to meal they'll make them before they leave is garlic bread French toast. Right? Man. Or garlic French toast, maybe. I don't know if it's garlic bread, but garlic French toast. And I was like, what do you put on it? Like marinara sauce and whatever? He's like, oh, no. You eat it with, with syrup and butter still. And I was like, really? what? Yeah, he's like, garlic bread French he was, toast. He's like, he's like, do not knock it. He's like, it is a hitter, hitter chicken dinner. He's like, Yeah, it's you got to make it when they're leaving because garlic at the breakfast yeah. is going to stink bad. So Yeah, yeah, you better you, you better already got that morning gimmick out the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my old my old move was the uh the one-eyed jack. That was my move. One-eyed jack. Egg in a hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about it where it's uh Dave's just so you know, because you're a, a great chef, I should pass culinary. This along to you. Thanks. Right, you're a culinary expertise. But the one eyed jack is when you get a piece of bread, right? Then uh-huh. you heat up a, a a saucepan on medium heat, right? You butter both sides of said bread, then you place that bread face down, right? Then you take a cup and you cut out a circle in the bread with the cup. You put uh-huh. that little piece on the side of the pan and crisp it up nice. You're going to crisp it up nice. Gotcha. Then you get one egg and you crack the egg in the circle you just made in the bread. And gotcha. then flippity-dippity, flippity-doo, you got yourself oh. a one-eyed jack. One-eyed jack. Now, telling you, baby. Who, what movie eye. was that from when he made that meal? It was uh, Vendetta, wasn't it? Wasn't that one of his meals that he made? Dude, I think you're right. Vendetta? He makes a little... Yeah. I think you're right. I think he makes a one-eyed jack. That was his signature meal. Man, they stole that from me. Can you believe they that? They did. And I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to get you some royalties on that one. <laughs> yeah, Natalie Portman must have told him after she slept over my place. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Princess Amidala, how you doing? Uh, either way, let's keep it on moving Did on. Did she sleep over your place first? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole black swan situation, if you know. Yeah. Uh, first time. Never seen it. Only have ever seen a clip of, you know, the scene. Uh, on on Yub Tub. I'll tell you, Mila Kunis was kind of waiting in the wings. We'll say when that movie came out, her stock went up big time, baby. She went to the top of the charts for a lot of people <laughs> after that one. Um, shout out Mila Kunis, fan of the show, listen to the show. Uh, let's keep it moving though. Uh, we gotta get through these disputed questions. Next question, and this is probably the most important question. Actually, it's not. Uh, Chevy Chase or Bill Chevy Chase or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. There you go. Very good. Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle, hands down. Woo! He's a Murray and a Chappelle. <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay. Then now this is the most important question you'll ever be asked. When it comes to eating wings, are you drums? Or are you flat? I'm drums, baby, all day long. Drums, baby. <laughs> I'll mess with some yeah. flats. But I really want some drums. Right. Easy My to cook choice, flat, though. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, and, and for you, it's probably right. easy to cook anything because you're a great chef. But yeah. Thank you. I appreciate your kind words. Yeah, that's, not, that's neither here nor there. 
Um, but either way, let's keep it moving on, keep it on moving down the road. So, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Dave here is the owner, proprietor, operator, and manufacturer of Big Dave's Catering. We'll have a link in the description of this episode where you can find all Big Dave's Catering. You can put some orders in. You can take a look at his socials. You can do everything like that because I'll tell you, that's one thing. Dave is, I mean, this should be a triple X rated podcast just because <laughs> all the food porn Dave is putting out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, really, really good stuff. Big fan of uh, Big Dave's Catering. Uh, at Me and Dave, we met working at an office, and we will not name the office, but working there. And every once in a while, the office will provide lunch for the employees. And everybody's favorite day, I'm telling you, line out the door waiting for this <laughs> is when we got Big Dave's Catering. It's always the biggest hit. People will be fighting for leftovers. It's wild, though. Wild, though. So either way, Dave, I want to talk about Big Dave's Catering. So what was the inspiration for Big Dave's Catering? And, uh, you know, when did you know you're an amazing chef? Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate the support, man. appreciate the kind words. As always, uh, you know, I make the food for the people. And if the people like it, that means I can keep making it because Amen. they're paying the bill. Uh, I, um, it's funny over the pandemic, I've always cooked, right? I always cooked, always gave food away, big parties at the house, you know, 80 people, you know, and above and below. Uh, so we start, we go small, big, but we always have parties at the house, always giving food away. Uh, during the pandemic, my cousin was getting married. Uh, and at that time he couldn't find a venue, right? He could get married, but it was nowhere to have the reception. So, um, I told him, Hey man, I'll do the food and everything for you. Don't worry about it. Uh, did the food and you'll see some of the pictures on my uh, Instagram page. If you, uh, you know, venture over there, uh, big underscore Dave's catering on IG. link in the description of the episode for anyone who wants to take a look. Thanks. So I put something together for him, man. It was, it was great, man. It was great. It was about 75 people. And I got three gigs from that, man. I got, uh, three gigs from that. People saw the display, saw the work and they say, Hey man, I want you to do the same thing. Uh, and, um, you know, for me and from that day on, man, it, it was just, you know, it's just just taking off on a whole nother level. Uh, if you ever heard of anybody say they got too big too fast, uh, yeah. definitely on that trajectory. Um, so, yeah, it's just good food that I love to make. I love to get the good response, good, bad or indifferent. Um, but, you know, that's where it all started from. Uh, grew up, you know, eight, eight. Oh no, seven aunts. Seven aunts. Do you say aunts or aunt? Uh what aunt. do I say? I think I say aunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seven aunts. And <laughs> <laughs> and out of the seven aunts, seven of the aunts, well, maybe out of the seven aunts, about five of the aunts could really cook. Mm. And uh, you know, just gravitated to, you know, what they did, how they did it, and just, you know, just took it to another level and you know, just delved into it, man. Being a foodie helps, but yeah. Yeah. Where so so when did you start cooking? Like I remember when I was a kid, my mom her rule was like, if I'm cooking, don't come in my damn kitchen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I'm younger, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like 
you're just in the way and you're always like mom i want to look or i want to you know <laughs> put your finger in something you know what i mean like yeah that yeah. whole gimmick but then eventually it's like you're watching and you're learning and then like you know you're living on your own so you gotta learn to cook for yourself and all I that learned stuff to cook. yeah yeah so how did you learn to cook so i had this aunt right and i'm sitting in the living room i remember the day like it was yesterday man this was over you know i'm, I'm a kid i'm talking about a little boy mm-hmm. and she's making me oatmeal and i'm like oatmeal so I see her put the oatmeal together. She uses vanilla extract, Ooh. butter, Ooh. cinnamon, brown Ooh. sugar, raisins. When I say this oatmeal was the most amazing thing I ever tasted yeah. in my life. One of the healthiest oh, yeah. things as I got older. But they yeah. would just take the little ingredients they had and would make magnificent meals. Uh, they would make fried chicken that, you know, you just couldn't get in the store. Like, uh, it uh. was just amazing. So I grew up, they were from down south. So they brought that down south cooking up north and it was just an amazing experience to taste these different flavors and no dig on my dad no dig on my dad at all he's not a cook so for the life of me i watched all these women cook and i was like i don't want to depend on people to have to cook for me so because (laughs) i didn't want to have to depend on people to cook for me like you say you you live by yourself sometimes you got to cook i just started to learn what they were doing and piece up things that i like and i have this gift that I have where I can taste something and and mimic it, right? Or Ooh. make it better than what I tasted. Yeah. And I don't eat seafood. So I know one of your favorites are my salmon cheesesteak egg rolls. Yep. Um, but my fiance, she showed me the recipe. She showed me, you know, showed me what's supposed to go in it. I took it, tweaked it, made it my own, looked at responses. And you can just look at the responses and tell what's going to work, what's not going to work. And that was one of the mm-hmm. things that worked. Yeah. Yeah. Your feet, I mean, you know, you're still, I guess, I, I, you've been, you've had the, you've had the catering. I mean, it's been a few years yeah. that you've been doing this, but you've really, I'll tell you, like you, it has grown fast. Like, and it's a lot of it's word of mouth. I'll tell you the best, the best advertising you can get is word of mouth. Right? Yeah. Like you can put stuff all over the internet. You can put stuff, you know, wherever yeah. word of mouth is the, is the way to go, man. When you got yeah. people saying, Oh, this is delicious or this is so yeah. good, whatever. Like that's when you know, like, okay, this is a hitter. So yeah. for you, man, that's great, dude. I love hearing that. And I love seeing, you know, the growth and stuff like that. But when you're coming up, right? Like for me, I'm Italian, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, like a lot of my culinary influences or like things like that are really Italian based. Like even when I was like one of my first jobs I worked, I was like a busboy and a dishwasher and Italian restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, so like you pick up little things here and there, what kind of cultural influences did you have as far as like food? Cause I know you said like you had a little Southern touch, but I've seen you do yeah. stuff with like jerk seasoning as well, which yeah. leads to like a Jamaican Caribbean touch. And then yeah. also like I've seen you go Mexican as well as continental with yeah. your dishes. So yeah. what are we looking at, man? What are some of the influence or what are some of the, uh, I guess say, uh, you know, inspirations behind your dishes? Yeah, no, that's good. That's good that you asked that. And the thing with me is I, I came on late with the Southern cooking because I mm. it was just the market for it was just, you know, it was already there. People have done it, yeah. done it and done it again. So that never really, you know, captured me. So I learned that on the on the late on the late side. So what yeah. got me was I would go to uh, and, you know, it was a few restaurants that I would like to go to. And, you know, like you said, Mexican, Chinese, yeah. Italian. And like I mentioned before, my gift was what? Mimicking 
what mm-hmm. I tasted. So it was easy to, and with everything so moving so fast now, right? And so many things opening up and people like literally hone in on like, you might go to a spot that just serves egg rolls or a spot that just serves ramen noodle. Before mm-hmm. it was like, nobody wanted to take a chance and do be a one uh, one pony show, right? Yeah. Now you have these restaurants be like, hey, this is all we serve. You get burgers, you get hot dogs, um, you know, whether it's a restaurant or just a fast food joint, and they stick to their niches. Yeah. I try to, because I cater, and you cater to so many people, and you want to keep it interesting, I try to touch on a little bit of everything so that I can always meet somebody somewhere. So the more I can do, the more I can give you, it, it, it works better for me because I had a friend ask me, he said, well, did you come up with something new when I first started? And I had, I thought I had the best menu ever. I was like, I can stop here. And he was like, well, do you have anything new? And that hit me. I was like, wait, I got to keep this thing, you know, mm. moving, man. Yeah. And like this, just this year, I came out with soups. I did a chicken yeah. corn chowder. Chick, um, I did a um, chili. So yeah. it was like, I didn't want to sit in the pocket. Now I realized it's the soup time. So now I need to show the display, you know, the various soups, chicken uh, yeah. noodle soup. You know, you can go with the basic, but you add your own flair mm. um, to it, a vegetable soup or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's the evolution is constant. You know what I mean? You're constantly evolving to mm. what the people want. Uh, like a couple of years ago, I didn't do brunches. Then I added brunches and that just took off where, you know, I'm dropping off oh. at seven in the morning and, and then heading to work at eight, you know? Oh. So, yeah. So it, Dude, it's, it's just huge. been amazing. You know, it's been an amazing road. Um, still learning, still, yeah. you know, changing the various parts of the menu. But just coming up, man, I saw a lot uh, of people do things. And then I saw a lot of people die young. Damn. I know it gets a little gray, right? So some of the ingredients they use wasn't the best. So I try to find a happy medium where I can give healthy food, um, where it's fun food. So my food is more like a cheat day. Yeah. A cheat day. Yeah, it's not something you want to eat all the time. And it's no dig on me. But I mean, from a health health standpoint, it's like I know it's nothing I can eat all the time. But it's one of those nice cheap cheap day meals. That's not to say you wouldn't be able to do that, though. Like I think that you would you would have the ability if you wanted to go like, hey, let's do all healthy, gluten free nonsense. But when you're catering a baby shower or something (laughs) like that, like they're coming out, they want the chicken and waffles, they want the shrimp and grits. You know what I mean? Like. That like you know what I mean like you wouldn't want to go to the Rolling Stones and have them not play <laughs> Satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Yeah. So no, you're you're dude. You're it, it. It's it takes a lot of courage for you to be able to expand on like what you're saying, right? You're saying there yeah. is tons of those places that like oh I hit it big on a burger. This is my life now. It's burgers right, 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 right. Out, right. Which good on them. Hey man, everyone's got to make a buck. Not knocking how you do it. But right. It does take a lot of courage to be like, okay, I hit with this, and instead of consistently just relying on my laurels here, I'm gonna yeah. put out some other stuff that I think is good. Right. And right. if it hits, it hits. If not, we'll go back to the drawing board. In that light, have you ever had like, have you ever had a hitter? That you're like, damn, I didn't think this was going to hit like it did. And you've ever had a swing and a miss. Oh, this is the thing, right? This is that's an excellent question, right? The way I cook, it's the weirdest thing, man. I'm always nervous. I'm always skeptic. I'm the I'm I'm the biggest critic, right? I'm big on responses. So I never think what I'm making is going to be a hit. I'm always like just pushing it out there, 
waiting yeah. for a response. Yeah. I never had one that I missed on. If okay. that's what you ordered, I make it to spec yeah. Yeah. and and I do that. And you put if your I had a miss, on it. I had one lady she said the uh pasta salad was too saucy for her like for her oh, like yeah, sure. I gave her money back, but it was an empty bowl. Right. Right. So <laughs> someone must have liked it. <laughs> Somebody liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a pool party situation. Uh she ordered the pasta salad. Um yeah. it was an empty bowl. And she was just saying, because when I when I approach people, I say, Hey man, I want good feedback and bad. So it was something mm -hmm. that wasn't right, let me know. And so I think her digging deeper was um yeah, I think the pasta salad was a little saucy. But she did say for her liking. Right. Right. And, I did give she her didn't some. Say advice, that the rest so. of the party devoured it, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah she so left she, that out of there. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the bowl empty, so I'm just listening to her feedback. Uh, yeah. We went back into the lab, realized, okay, you know, because I gotta, I gotta listen to it, you know. So, right, you right. Know. no, dude, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. One, so one, that one, yeah, no, keep, keep going, Dave. No, no, no. My misses, I'll be honest with you, or if I come up late, if I show up late, to me. That's worse than messing up a meal. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I want to be on time. I want the food to be hot. I want everything. To... It's not so much the cooking part. I got that part. I've mastered that part. The yeah. the side that I need to master now is showing up on time. I got a probably a 95% on time rate. Is that 5% that just eats me up, man. And, yeah. you know, you constantly want to do better. You can't, but Plus, too, like, the thing that sucks is it's not, like, if there's a derogatory you would want it, I think you would want it to be about like, well, you know, the food was good, it just wasn't our liking. You wouldn't want to be like, the food was great, motherfucker was 10 minutes late. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, that yeah. That's more on like, that has nothing to do with your cooking ability. That has to do with like your business and work skills. Like, exactly. That's not, yeah. Dude, and I'll it's funny, when that, I'm late yeah. and they taste the food, it's like all's forgiven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're just hungry. They're getting hangry is what it is. They're hangry waiting for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you though, like, the one thing you're talking about where it's like listening to the feedback, dude, one thing I had to learn with this show, and I've said it before, and I think when we had, when we had the, the author MP Kid on, really good episode, available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. But either way, when we had him on, we had talked about like criticism, especially when it's doing something. In a way, man, you're creating, it's not content, but you're creating art, right? Like, yeah. And you are creating content because you're putting out food porn. But I'm yeah. saying like you, your culinary, it's a culinary artwork, especially because you're being creative. You're going off book. You're doing like what you like a touch here, yeah. a dash here, whatever. Right. So when you're getting feedback, man, it is to me, it's tough sometimes. Right. It is. There's people that like you ask for feedback and they just automatically think they have to find something. Right. Right. Like, right. Well, right. There right. ain't nothing to find. Don't <laughs> try and make some shit up. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, if there's yeah. a real critique, I'd love to hear it. But if you're right. trying to make shit up because I gave you an avenue, right, right. yourself. So there's times yeah. where it's like I had to, I've had to reassure myself a lot of the of the saying is there's no don't be mad where a good idea comes from. You know right. what I mean? So no, like, I might point. not like the person who said it. I definitely most of the time I don't. I don't like right. you, right? But <laughs> not you know where a good idea comes from. You know what I yeah, mean? Plus, yeah. I'm constantly reminded, especially with this show, is that I do not know what funny is. I think I know, but then it turns out something I think is going to be funny is nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been funny for years, man, but you know who laughed at me first? Who? Me.
<laughs> it was contagious. <laughs> Love it. No, you yeah. are funny. Okay. So let's keep it moving though, Dave. Like I said, uh, in the description of this episode, we're going to have a link to your Instagram. We're going to have a link to your website. We're going to have a link to all your social media, everything where you can find big Dave's catering. I highly suggest people, if you're looking for catering, the prices are good. Like for what you get, the amount of food you get, the quality yeah. of food you get, it will be on time, right? Like all of that, you know what I mean? Like for yeah. the price, it is worth it. People are going to be coming up to you like, damn, where'd you get this food? You know what I mean? Like that's worth it in my book. That's worth every damn penny. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and it's really good and you get a great portion and, and the food is delicious. So for anyone, like I know for me, I'm big on if because we have to host a lot for holidays and stuff at my house. So I'm big on like, I'm not, I'm not cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we ho we're hosting, I'll get catering or something like that. Cause like, dude, we've done it before where it's like the cooking, it's too much where it's, you get it catered, you put it out, bada bing, bada boom, Betty boop, you're good to go. You know what I mean? And it's a hitter every time it's a hitter. So either way, like we said, description of this episode, everywhere you can find Dave's stuff, highly recommend checking out, but I want to get a little background on Big Dave from Big Dave's Catering, a.k.a. Dave Parr, a.k.a. Par Dizzle, a.k.a. DP215, <laughs> a.k.a. DPARZ, a.k.a. Par City, Par City of. Let's keep it moving. All right. So, Dave, where were you born and where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? <laughs> I was fortunate enough to be born in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection, where our murder rate is actually down 23%. So, is it really? Yeah. Damn, yes, look indeed. Us. Yes, look at 23 us. days into the year. <laughs> I love the uh, positivity, but you can, you can thank the snowstorm. Thank the snowstorm. <laughs> so, so far, we've had two snowstorms holding us down. Yeah, yeah, oh, two snowstorms. The city's handicapped. Nobody can move. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till it gets warm out. Yeah, we'll take oh, a win. We'll they take gotta make a up win. for that real quick. That's why I was so high last year because we didn't get any snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last January off. <clears throat> too many moving pieces, man. Too many moving pieces. Yeah, yeah I grew up in North Philly, man. Uh, grew up a little in West Philly, a little bit in North Philly. Uh, ended all, ended it all in Logan, and uh, yeah, Logan. So Square? I lived all since then. You said you're in Logan Square? No, no, not Logan Square. Logan is, oh uh, man, like, it's like West Oak Lane. Yeah, like oh, yeah, like on right. the borders of West Oak Lane. Yeah, up up yeah. there, not too Close far to from. Yeah, yeah. Cheltenham is uh, rock throw down the road. I hung out. Remember where e you remember where Enes lived? Enes, no. Uh, the Enes? He was on, um, what's that? Puff Daddy's making the band. He lived right off Cheltenham Ave. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Small and, uh, world. Was he on the same? Former uh, NBA player. He lives right off of, uh, what was it like fifth in Shelton? Who's this? Was Flip Murray. He played for the uh, Pistons and the Seattle Supersonics. Wow. I used to buy weed off his brother. Oh, no oh man. Look at look at Dude, that. Hold on. Can we can we ask Dave? I mean, you might have better insight on this than Justin and I, but uh Justin, possibility that were you just buying weed off of African American gentlemen that just said their brother was no, in no. the NBA? No. I, 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 I met him. He he was wearing his brother's jersey. He's like, you know who that is? I was like, no. He's like, that's my brother. He's in the NBA. I was like, no way. His name was Blade. Did you fact check? I, I mean, I, I uh he has a podcast now, Flip Murray actually. Oh wow! Look yeah, at that fan of the show, listener of the show, love yeah. it. Uh, all right, very good. So you're growing up, uh, you're growing up kind of West Oak Lane towards Cheltenham, Logan area. 
Let's be clear. It wasn't Russell Klein. It was Logan. <laughs> Logan. Logan. Okay. You can't make little mistakes like that in Philly, man. <laughs> Very true. Let's keep it on moving on. Keep it on moving down the road. So you grew up. You're growing up in Logan, hanging out, having fun. Uh, what is? What were some like activities you did coming up? Did you do any like musical things? Did you play any sports? Like what we got? Yeah, uh, music was a big thing for my family. My brother taught himself how to play the piano. My dad was more or less a uh, I, I'll say opera singer, right? He yeah. loved opera growing up, man. So uh, definitely the arts. Uh, sports was cool. Played basketball, football. Um, yeah. Is and you, uh, your dad a big guy too, Dave? Is he a big guy? He is not in height, yeah, in girth, right. in width. How old, okay. how old were you when you got taller than him? Ooh, so I'll be honest. I was, uh, when I was 12, I was six feet. So yeah, definitely taller than him at twelve. Well, Dave, what are you like six four, six five? Six five. Matt, six five. I don't like to say the half because it, it just sounds cocky. But, no, at say it point. because I'm five eleven, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm five eleven. Everybody knows it. It's been verified. Old Uncle Maddie, call me just Old Uncle five eleven. You know what I'm saying? There's a skyscraper over here. Uh, so but you, either way, uh, Matt, were you taller than your dad? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you got taller than your dad? Man. Uh, I, I went a long time without seeing him, so uh, so you just showed up one day and you were like, Yeah, <laughs> I saw him. Dog. You yeah, looked down I, on him like, Haven't seen you in a while. I saw him. I saw him. We we're about the, we we're about the same height. He was going blind. Then the next time I saw him, I was taller than him, and he was. But he didn't blind. see you. Yeah. taller than him. So he didn't. Believe he didn't me. believe I you. I was like, Dad, I'm way up here. He's You're like, on your tippy toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you said it. <laughs> my dad. Uh, so my uh, my adopted dad, but like uh, he did, at the time. Just for you know, clarification, Justin never met his real dad. Yeah, Let's I have so many dads. Justin. Um, yeah. but when Thank I got you. taller than him, he great basketball shooter. I got taller than him. We would always play basketball in the driveway, and he's like, "You're doing all that jumping around." Lay-. I was like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm now six foot one." And you're five ten. You no longer can beat me in basketball because even though you can shoot better than me, I'm taller than you. Right, right, right. And I can yeah. swat some of those shots. And that's when yeah. I became taller than him, and we stopped playing basketball. Yeah. I played basketball this morning. Really? Yeah, I gotta get games. on that. Yep. Three four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your boy, wow. dude. I'm telling you, your boy shot the lights out first couple games. Really? I think I had like I think I had five two two. We we're playing to sixteen. Ones and twos to sixteen. And I had eight points the first game. All four, I had four two pointer. You know what I mean? Four, it would be a three pointer, but two pointer. Kind of whatever. shooting percentage are we looking at here? Uh, <laughs> I probably say probably took um, eight shots made. made eight five for twelve. Points. Five for eight. Five all for right. eight. Yeah, in the nice. first because then we played half court, and that's tough to count. You Shoot sixty I mean? percent. Yeah, yeah. So you know Embiid is what you're saying. <laughs> Dude, yeah. 70 points last night. 70 points. Dude, 70. bro. Dude, you watch the highlights? One three-pointer. points, one three-pointer. How wild is that? 67 points from the field. I think he was like 23 for 24 from the line or something like that. Yeah. Like I mean, some college games, that's the whole score. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That's three WNBA dude, that's like, games. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's like six WNBA games combined. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so, like half uh, of Caitlin Clark's season right there. Yeah. yeah. That's like so, 15 wheelchair basketball games. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> so you grew up in a house, like you're playing sports and stuff. And have you always been like, I was always a big kid. Were you always a big kid coming up? Big Dave? I, I was tall Dave. I had no presence. I was a skinny dude. I was like, uh, I was 6'4", 185. All right. So, so you were no presence at all. Bean. Yeah, string bean, walked and, yeah. you know, pushed around Angry. a lot. Dude, yeah, that's tough, though. Yeah. When you're at that age, you're growing into your body and things like that, and your dad's an opera singer. Were you getting picked on a little bit? <laughs> right, right. Say it again. Were you getting picked on a little bit or no? No, you're no, gangly. no. Because yeah, like, you're funny. Yeah. Well, it, and then the same thing is, like, we we were all skinny at that age. Oh, true. <laughs> so it yeah, was like gangly, nobody really skinny, had that type yeah. of presence. Yeah, yeah. Big... No one's going to be like, hey, I'm ganglier than you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big meats didn't live around me, so it was perfect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you're growing up, everything's going good, and then you would go to college, or where'd you go to high school? I went to high school, Edison. I went to Where's Dobbins that? in Edison, uh, inner city. Uh, one's at Twenty uh, Second and Lehigh. The other one was at Eighth uh, and Lehigh. Then they moved to Front and Luzerne. They had a new building, uh, fifty million dollar complex built. <laughs> Uh, for us, I was the first to graduate from there in '89. Nice, yeah. So it was cool, right Edison. across from a cemetery. So you could imagine a teacher's speech if you wanted to act right, up. So, right, yeah. Yeah. right across the street, there's a cemetery. You'll end up there. Yeah, I know where to put the bodies. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. How was it go? I mean, what was the school like? Was because there's been like, because I'll tell you, when I, we were living in the Northeast and. You know, my daughter was in daycares and stuff, but I told my wife, I was like, look, we can stay here for a little bit, but we're leaving before, you know, she's of age to go to public school because I'm not yeah, having it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. like, don't get it twisted. There's some, there's some hidden gems in the Philadelphia public school system, but there's a lot of stinkers. You know what I'm that's saying? That's not a hidden gem. Uh, I didn't go to any hidden, <laughs> I didn't go to any hidden <laughs> There no, was a Edison, there, Edison but wasn't no hidden gem. It wasn't a hidden gem, man. When it was some great people came out of Edison, some great people came out of Dobbins. You talk to a lot of older black people in uh, the Philadelphia area. They came out of Dobbins because Dobbins was a vocational school. So you kind of learned to trade. You learned cosmetology, yeah. nursing, um, auto mechanic, yeah. uh, business, which I was a business major. You learn, you know, you name it. Um, uh, what is it? Architectural graphics they had it all man and it was a high school that really focused on the trades uh from the earlier days where black people really didn't go to college uh they more or less took a trade and they just went you know and worked right after high school yeah. and you know you did your apprentice uh ship or whatever and then you just moved into the field uh they had electricians yeah. you had it all there um and they had a few of them it was mash bomb dobbins it was a couple other ones that really pushed the um vocational deal and like i said man it was a time when i was growing up a lot of the older people that you would talk to they were like yeah i went to dobbins i went to dobbins and a lot of them went to work for bud and bud was a machine shop so this was the catch with bud right Bud, if you ever saw an older dude that was missing his finger you're like oh did you work at bud <laughs> oh, damn. Like, yeah how'd you know <laughs> So they would lose their fingers on the machines, man, because they didn't have ocean air with the safety rules and regulations. Oh. So, yeah, a lot of them lost fingers and limbs, but they made a lot of money So because it was piecework. Yeah. But, right. yeah, Dobbins pushed out a lot of great people. Um, but, yeah, again, it's not a hidden gem. I worked, at, <laughs> I worked at a machine shop as a kid, uh, Beamer Precision out in Fort Washington. My dad missing a nub. Uh, my little brother. Uh, like a dink in his eye from not wearing safety glasses. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, the the one, little things. The one dude who worked there got a fork, like a forklift fork through his leg. Wow. You know he's not supposed to ride around with the forks up? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. riding around with the forks up. He was like, standing somewhere, and they backed into him. And Ooh. he was a heavy marijuana smoker and if you uh-huh. got injured and failed the piss test the insurance would just drop you you were just effed. yeah that's what they do they, the first but thing they do is take your blood they take your blood test right there to test you to see if they can just drop you from the insurance he got lucky because he got forked to the leg the when the ent showed up they morphine Ooh. and then when they drug tested him at the hospital yeah, the morphine came up all that came up was morphine so wow he got he's got a limp he got paid <laughs> yeah my kind of story <laughs> dude that's but wild yeah, that's, that that's if you crazy. had yeah, any my, illegal narcotics yeah. you'd so, be dropped the other thing is my my dad got the nip of his finger clipped off like just below yeah. the nail and so he has the nub but the fingernail started trying to grow back so really like unicorn in the middle of his nub in the middle of his <laughs> finger the fingernail started like growing back and it was so disgusting oh Ugh. what did they do did they cut the rest it of it like off a or? circle you know what i mean because like they they cut his finger off so like you try to start making like a unicorn like fingernail thing oh, oh that's gross man it's so gross looking yeah just let it grow i know wow. I, I, I and that's the other thing is it's like his ring finger so honestly like you can't like if he went like this you wouldn't even know but like he's mm. all self-conscious about it and i always yeah like, yeah <laughs> you ever say hey stubby Go, so get, does he get 10% off if he gets his nails done? <laughs> All right. So, Dave, we're now coming to a time in the show where it's everyone's new favorite segment. Yeah. It's time for J-Dub's question segment. J-Dub oh. here is going to ask you some questions, and they're going to be a lot of fun. You're going to have a great time. You're going to get some good answers, and then we're going to be uh, on a merry way. So, J-Dub, take it away, yeah. Trying to cash miles, you think a limo gets? I'm going with 22 miles to the gallon. You think it's shit? I saw a limo today for sale, and I was driving by it, and I was like, you know what? How fuck? Like, it'd be fun and kind of cool if you were just yeah. personally driving around in a limo. Dude, not until you had to park. <laughs> That's the only issue is being in the city. It's a nightmare. Until you had to turn around. If, if limos are weird, because they in, if, once they go out, they're out. Like, you can't get an old limo. Like, at no point can you get an old limo unless it's a Rolls Royce. Right. I mean, That's the only old limo that you can get. Once a limo is reached its age limit, like riding in it, it just does a disservice to wherever you're going. The, the Chrysler 300 limo is definitely dead now. <laughs> but like the old Lincoln Town Car limo, if you pulled up in like a 1996 Lincoln Town Car limo, I'd be like, where are we going? Morpheus would have to step up. <laughs> Dude, I remember should... I... Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. So but either way, keep it going, Justin. We should... uh. Like, you know how when you were in school and you didn't feel good, you just, like, raise your hand and you're like, can I go to the nurse? And they're like, yeah. Right, right, right. Why did that stop after school? Like, why isn't that in every office building in every place in America? You're like, why? Nurse? Yeah. There should be yeah. the nurse and not even just office every- buildings. Like, Walmart should have one. The grocery store should have one. Like, there should be a nurse everywhere. Where you can I'm, I'm fortunate because I live with one. My fiance is a nurse. So I, I feel you. I think she you should be everywhere, everywhere I go. Yeah. Everywhere I go. <laughs> like, if you're in the office building, you're like, look, I don't feel good. I got a headache. You should be able to go to someone. They'll Agreed. give you my Lanta, that, like, peppermint, like, chalky shit. Like, you lay it on the table for, like, 10 minutes, and then you go back nope. to work. I, I, I don't like, disagree. Right, you just, yeah. I mean, or they can be like, hey, we're going to call your mom to come pick you up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's I'll actually, now you say that, I'm 38 years old. Uh, I randomly the other day, 
I'm driving for work. I'm driving a big old van. I have, I like wipe my nose to be like, that feels weird because it's all warm. I have been having a nosebleed. Massive. Really? I wasn't picking my nose. I didn't put any drugs in there. And it's like all over my sweatshirt and it won't stop. I stick like two, three tissues up there, not stopping. And I, for a second, don't know what to do because my company doesn't have a nurse. And so I call like a friend of mine. He doesn't answer. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I call my mom. My mom's (laughs) like, hello? I'm like, hey. I read a magazine, so I'm certified. You have high blood pressure. (laughs) Do I? Is that why it happened? It only happened yeah. once. Once? Oh, just once? Just one time out of nowhere. And I wasn't picking my nose. Like, I even called my mom and specified that specifically as soon as it started. I was like, I wasn't picking Justin, my if nose. if you're picking your nose, you can tell us. I fine. would admit it. I was like, mom, I wasn't picking my nose. I wasn't doing any drugs. I have a nosebleed. It's not stopping. <laughs> and, like, you know how, like, it bleeds a lot? I was, like, getting yeah. there. I was did, like, you tell, did you tell your mom you weren't doing any drugs? Yeah. I told my mom. I'm very honest with right. Well, I'm a nurse by injection. I'm a nurse by injection. <laughs> that counts. We need nurses in public more. That's all. We have all these, uh, what do they call disagree. those places? The uh, um, like rapid uh, health? No, it's called uh, care something. What is it called? Yeah, they're Urgent the worst. Care. Urgent care. Urgent we don't care. need that. Urgent Every care. place, Wawa should have a nurse. Uh, Subway should have a nurse. I don't Your disagree. office building should have a nurse. So when you go to Subway, you notice when you go to Subway, Popeye's, Wawa, it's like that sodium warning that we get now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's hey, not- by the way, there's nothing in here that you should eat. I mean, you can come in here and eat, but for the record, for legally, the record. <laughs> you should not eat anything in here. And what's up with Panera record, Bread yeah. and the lemonade? I was running to work today. They had this they had to put the lemonade behind the counter now because uh, apparently somebody dying. From they had the, free uh, refills and somebody went ham. <laughs> yeah, it all takes one person to go ham on the lemonade and dude, now no one can have a, lemonade. Dude, that's the story <laughs> of everything. Don't even get me started. About our... It's because we don't have nurses in public nurses, anymore. I agree. We need nurses. We need, this isn't we a need question. to give nurses more money, man. We need another reason to give them more, even more money. Well, well here's the thing. So the only issue with that is, if you remember, like, when I was a kid when I went to public school, like, that lady who I was going to and trusting my life with, who would give me my Lanta, that peppermint yeah. and chalky shit, my she wasn't Lanta. a registered nurse. She wasn't a she doctor. Was. She was no, someone's, she was someone's mom, mom who was yeah. bored and at school. Yeah. yeah. So remember I said about the trade, about the vocational, right? So you get nursing degrees back then from high school, I just found <laughs> out. Like you could have a, a certified nurse, not a certified nurse, but they were letting them come out of high school or just getting them certificates to be nurses. And that's who was probably giving you the medicine. I was like, that's just Paul's mom. This isn't a nurse. I remember <laughs> being in like third or fourth grade going to the nurse one day because I was a frequent nurser. Yeah. I was getting out of class for the nurse and the nurse wasn't there. And there was like a substitute nurse. And I was wow. like, I was like, the nurse isn't at school today. <laughs> Shut the school down. Why is any of us here? If the nurse isn't here, why are we here? What do you mean yeah. the nurse is out How today? How are we going to survive? What is going on? This building is going to burn to the ground. Without a hey, nurse, Johnny, I got some good information. <laughs> then I found out it was just some guy's mom, and I'm like, "Damn it!" Wow, perpetrating the fraud. All right, uh, what's the uh, movie you've seen the most? Casablanca. Five heartbeats. Five heartbeats. People. The five heartbeats. Classic. First time I ever watched that movie was in the back of a cab, Germantown Cab Company. Really? Yep. I was working as a bartender on the main line, living in Maniunk. Did not have a car. 
would have to get rides or take a cab everywhere. Wow. And taking a cab to work on the way, the dude had portable DVD players that he had really? taken to the back of his Crown Vic. His Crown Vic's headrest, he had taped portable DVD players and screens, and he was playing the five heartbeats. And I was like, bro, this movie gets it, baby. The one, scene, the one scene when the the old dude cut like when they're like the 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 old dude comes in and the young guy's like man what's this old dude gonna teach us about dancing oh yeah, like, yeah. wanna see some moves <laughs> I remember that <laughs> didn't he kill it he killed oh, he it brought the house down and the he little hair was moving <laughs> dude five heartbeats I'll tell you. That's a good flick, baby. That's a good, good flick. Man. flick. Good flick. Had the one, the first band competition. There was that one, like guy, oh, the yeah. black guy with the blonde hair. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" It was ribs. <laughs> my office hours between five and nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, love, love the movie, man. It's a good one. You ever see Jersey Boys? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's basically the uh, the Italian knockoff of the Five Heartbeats. Oh man, I'm watching as soon as we get off of this thing, man. <laughs> he should have told me that, man. You're gonna love Frankie Valley, dude. You're gonna oh, love. Man. Everybody loves. Hey, America loves a good comeback story. Am I right or am I right? What's you're the? Right. Uh, you're always right. What's the last movie that made you cry? Ooh, Casablanca. Man, that was a good one. Man, I didn't... Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, as a 52, man, I, I cry over everything, man. I, Same, I, I just watched over. Dumb Money on Netflix, the movie with Paul really? Dano about that GameStop uh, short. Uh, yeah. I cried like three times. Really? What? I was just so hyped really? that he was making money. I was like, yeah, get him. Oh, it's that's fun. nice. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I can't think of the last time I cried over a movie. I want to see the movie Agent Argyle. I haven't seen it, though. I don't know what yeah, when's it coming out? Is that already? I wonder if it is. Let me look it up. It's the same guy. Remember the movie The Kingsman? Yeah, yeah, I like The Kingsman. Dude, the first Kingsman movie was so good. Then it really the second was. one, the second one was okay. It's then fun. they did the throwback one, the World War One, that was like got kind of weird when Brad yeah. gives. And I was like, what are you doing, Rasputin? And then, uh, yeah, but then, yeah, but it's the same dude that did, that did the, you know, did the Kingsman movies is doing Argyle. So we'll wow. check it out. What is Argyle? The sweater pattern? Uh, it's just the name of the movie. Oh. Yeah, it's starring Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, John Cena, Ariana DeBose. Haruko Oshima. Wow. Yeah. Sophia Butella, Rob Delaney, Tana Haynes, Catherine O'Hara, Brian Cranston, Samuel Jackson, Jimmy, Ella Arrow. Yeah. A lot of of big hitters over here at Argyle. I'm waiting for Gladiator 2. That's the that's the epic Dude, movie of the year. Was, someone was talking about that. Like, what what is the premise of that? I don't be? know. Like, yeah, what is the premise? Because every like, oh. I don't get it. Like, what? How so do you? You have to remember at the end. If you think about the end, when he said who he was, he said Marcus Aurelius, and he gave him his, and they validated who he was. And then the sister came on, remember? And she said, honor him. And they lifted him up And when he was deceased, in my, you know, and they lifted him up. There has to be some question about the power chain at this point, because if you're going to honor him and say that, you know, he was the right gave him that title, then at some point you got to look at, you know, the, the structure of power at that point, I guess. Well, 
What about the son? Like the one bitch's son. So that's oh, why yeah. I think it's going to come to power because remember she said, you know, I fear that he's going to die because he's next, his lineage is next in line. So this yeah. freak was trying to have, you know, his sister have another kid with him. Yeah. Even purify the lineage even more. Dude, I'll tell you, walk, that's, that was honestly the first time I discovered like who Joaquin Phoenix was. Oh, yeah. I never, dude, and he brought, he stole the show. I think he got best supporting yeah. for that role. He yeah, was man, he's amazing. He's probably one of the best actors out there on the market. Like when he did Joker. Oh, great. It was great. Dude, yeah. Walk the Line. Remember he was walk Johnny Cash line, yeah. Walk the Line? It was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Really good. He yeah. really goes, what do they say in Tropic Thunder when they said go full? Oh, no, I won't say the word, the full R word. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes, goes full, full everything. Full R word on like all his. So I remember he was on a talk show once and he, he just. Uh, on Conan. He didn't know oh, who was he was yeah. What is that movie? That movie's good. Have you seen that movie? The movie he was no. making on that David Letterman appearance? Um, yeah, that was crazy. It was good. Uh Mickey Betts gave me the DVD for that and I watched it. Uh before I disappear. Um I know exactly what you're talking about. He went on this crazy, like David Letterman. Crazy, crazy. He was gonna become a rapper. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I watched that. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. He gets into he's his role. Right. I was watching Dave Chappelle, and he was saying he always wanted to meet um, what's the guy? Uh, Jim Carrey. And so he meets Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey's on a roll, but he won't come out of the cadence. So <laughs> nobody can call him Jim, and nobody can call him anything. So he's like, he's always wanted to meet Jim, and he's like, I can't even call him Jim, and I can't meet Jim right now because he's in this golfed in this role. I forget the role he was playing, but it was Andy, another comedian uh, that he was playing. And, no. Andy or Andy? No, I forget what it was. I, I feel the wheels turning over there, guys. What, guys Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Andy Kaufman. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are going over the speed limit with the wheels turning there. <laughs> I was like, I got half. I was like, damn. Somebody else in the other place. Yeah. So, all right. Let's keep it moving then. Jada, keep going. Um, If you're walking to the bar, what's your drink of choice? Old fashioned. Nice. Is that what you're drinking tonight? Got that right. (laughs) How are you making your old fashioned? What do you got? Uh, I got the Luxor cherries. I got the, uh, I I didn't have any orange, but somebody had bought me a kit. So I had some dry oranges in there. Killed it. Put the dry orange in there. Uh, some bullet bullet bourbon or bullet bourbon. Bullet bourbon, yeah. Bullet bourbon right. is my bourbon of choice. I like Good Angel's bourbon. Envy. Uh, one of my favorites, Monkey Shoulder. That's one of my new newer ones. Everybody's talking about this Buffalo Trace. I've tasted it; it's pretty that's, good. Um, but Joe yeah, Rogan's right? too. What's that? Joe Rogan loves Buffalo Trace, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the Buffalo yeah. stance. Um, ba, 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 ba. how do you feel about hamburger helper? Ooh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent answer. Good. Ne- never crossed my mind once. <laughs> what hamburger needs help? <laughs> Just need cheese, <laughs> bacon, sauteed onions, a brioche bun. <laughs> Could you beat up your 19 year old self? <laughs> All depends how you talk about that beating. <laughs> Uh no, I love I love that guy. That guy was amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Just great. When I say he was great, man, he done he he done no wrong. When did you uh did he uh, did you have a flat top at any point in your life, Dave? Yes, indeed. So nineteen year old you would have had a flat top, maybe. Yeah, nineteen year old me had the Carl Lewis. I had the Carl Lewis, man. Carl Lewis was the man. Bobby Brown trying to make it a little crooked. Never got on to the Bobby (laughs) Brown. Uh, But no, the Carl Lewis was. (laughs) Carl Lewis was the man. (laughs) Did you know Bobby Brown still touring? 
I was driving down 276 today, saw the billboard for Parks Casino, Bobby Brown, February 11th. And I was like, what? What? In a wheelchair? Like, or somebody go call Whitney out of the grave and tell her <laughs> yeah, to yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him. Well, he's the king of pop, man. Paul Lewis or uh, Bobby uh, Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah. Bobby Brown. I'm not, I'm not going to do a Cat Williams here, man. I'm not talking about Bobby because I, I don't <laughs> want him coming for me. <laughs> Heard Dude. he was talking about me. <laughs> Bobby Brown. Dude, the funny, yeah. one of the, I remember one of the funniest things I ever saw is Chris Rock used to have the Chris Rock show. I believe it was on HBO. And yeah. one of his first episodes of the Chris Rock show, he did like a protest outside of the prison to free Bobby Brown. That's another unmentioned HBO show. The Chris Rock show, Chris Rock was, show was so Chris good. Like before show the Dave Chappelle so show, good. no matter what they so tell you, down. there is no sex in the champagne room. That's from the Chris Rock show. Oh, bro. No I like um, the champagne room. I like Big Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby was the, the uh, best, <laughs> the best kid the, I ever saw in my life. The race, like it just changed my life yeah. in terms of comedy. <laughs> Dude, the one thing people don't realize is the amount of one-liners that came out of the Chappelle show. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. Like, not to mention Clayton Bigsby, right? But like. <laughs> When he was did when he did Little John, right? Oh, and like, when, he, when everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah," you know what I mean? Like, what the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when he yeah. did uh, when he did uh, what's the what the fuck is the name? Rick James. You yeah, know, yeah. Rick James, James, Ashy, Larry. Oh, when he did the quote, all the quotes from. The, from uh from from Rick James and then when Wayne Brady was on oh yeah show, and people make Wayne, Wayne Brady Brady's gonna have to choke a bitch you know what I mean like come on dude come on so good that was good but dude, dude he had some really good musical performance on there I remember the one yeah. most deaf put on a performance I was like I think it was on yeah. a they were in the car phenomenal. right nominal yeah yeah in the car he like killed that. it just yeah. killed it he killed it. He killed yeah, it. So. Yeah, I love. I loved his. Um, I loved his energy on that show. The freedom that he had when he first started writing, and somewhere along the way, he got. And he talks about that on another show when he goes back to the high school. If you ever go back to, he did a show when he was at the actual high school that he went to in D.C. And he's explaining pretty much everything that happens. Like you get it uncut, uncensored, and and it's pretty cool. Go ahead, Justin. No, no, I was going to say, I, wish I, knew, I know what you're talking about. He's in the old Chappelle jumpsuit when he does it. Yeah. It's like two or three specials ago on Netflix if you look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it. Nice. Did it for me. All right. Keep it going, Jada. David, do you have any questions for me? I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you asked, man. Uh, I do have a question for you, man. Why'd you pick that outfit for the show? <laughs> this sweatshirt that you're looking at, I found on my floor. I have a thermal on underneath of it, but I've been sweating a lot. I sweat like a motherfucker all of a really? sudden. Really? Like I'm talking like pit swings through sweatshirts. So yeah, I got yeah. home. I got I got changed out of work, and then I saw this on the floor, and I just grabbed this. You're sweating out them. Now I feel like a hotter guest. Sweating like an animal all of a sudden. Like I stopped yeah. doing drugs. I'm at I'm at 39 days clean, but wow. I still sweat. Like a like a wildebeest, like through. Well, you started to dream again, and your dick works. Congratulations! <laughs> and chaos. you're able to have bowel movements regularly. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I've went from like. I mean, if we're gonna talk about bowel movements, what I started having like my father's poops, yo, out of nowhere. Really? 
Like I went from a man who used to take like a five minute poop to like that like you I don't have know. to say that word. Do you have I to re- say that word? Bowel movement. You know I don't. You know, you know I don't like that. It's word. like poop. You no, know I don't. Like- but like all it's of a sudden, fucking worst word. Just say shit. You I'm taking like shit. nineteen minute poops in the morning now. Well, when you get when you reach fifty two, you get proud of your poops. You're like, oh man, that was all. That was the size of my intestines. All right, we're all we're throwing around the p word just willy nilly here. I mean, also we have two bathrooms. Oh, show off. Oh, whoa! Look at you. <laughs> You're in a house with two fucking bathrooms. I shit whoa. downstairs. You oh, got a master bath. You got a bath in your fucking house over here. <laughs> oh, Dave, get a load of this guy. Not a big deal. Oh, the show the long the because I to get the bathroom. <laughs> I got a pee toilet and I got a poop toilet. Oh man, you probably you got, got a, a whack off sink, <laughs> and I got a I do have a whack off sink. Oh, let's go tell us you got a bidet, right? <laughs> I wish I I the only thing I is they all have to be aftermarket. You have one? You got an aftermarket one? My no, I don't have one at all. So we've been had a bidet, son. Wow, I installed it myself, motherfucker. Is it a full what? toilet or is it an attachment to your regular toilet? It's an attachment to the regular toilet. Yeah, see, I've the seen them, Jones. Money. I don't want to flex on you guys, but not only do I have a bidet, but I also have a cleaning lady. So, oh, fuck out. Man. For your butt or just for the house? <laughs> no, just for his butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she comes every other Friday. $250 for an hour. Does the deed. She braids his butthole hair. <laughs> oh, man. Like AI's a, mom at the. Uh, fucking weird segment right here. I feel like bidets are for spontaneous sex people, and I'm past that. Is it spontaneous sex for the man or the woman? I don't get what Whoever sees it spontaneously. <laughs> Who's ever getting spontaneous is using the bidet? I mean, it's true. <laughs> If I had a bidet, it would save me from numerous showers. That's my point. That's a good point. I mean, that's just right. economical and water saving, honestly. Yeah, right, think right. About you're you're, you're like, spending money to save money there. Yeah. I'm just going in there, the taking the thing off, blowing it up my butthole. Instead, if I just had it built into the toilet, mm. I'd be saving so much water. Mm-mm-mm. I don't disagree. If my, you had uh, a poo, you're off this. Me, I'm off the spontaneous sex move if I had to poop. I'll tell you this story. So one time I pull up to my buddy's house and I have to poop. I'm working. There's no bed. Ba- I'm driving around. You know, it's hard to find a public right. bathroom. Yo, sure. I come in his house. I poop. I go, yo, you don't have any toilet paper. He goes, yo, just use the bodega. Whoa. Like, the what? The bodega. He's like, just go in my shower and spray your asshole out with my shower head. And oh. I was, this is conversation through the door it's like 1 15 in the afternoon me and my buddy i'm at his apartment i'm like you want me to take off all of my clothes get in your shower spray my asshole out with your shower head you're trickling drops in your shower use soap and a towel then put on my same socks underwear pants clothes and shirt and go back to work that's what you think i'm gonna do right now i'm like go get me Four paper towels and hand them to me through the door because you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> what you is think, <laughs> that's an insane thing to ask another human to do. Oh, I don't have toilet paper. Just wash your asshole out in my shower. This is like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, this happened to me in real life less than 12 months ago. This The human being who told me to do this currently now has a child. Oh, I'm sending social services over to him. 
<laughs> Social services is on their way. Like, go get me a paper towels. I was like, go walk down to the pizza shop and go get me napkins. I'm not going to wash my asshole out in your tub. That's insane. Could you imagine taking off your underwear, showering, and then putting it back on? Oh, my God. That's bad business. That's bad business. I could not imagine. Someone he doesn't house. even know if it was a wet one, a dry yeah, one. Yeah, like, he didn't care. He was like, go on the show. Could have been a phantom one. It might have just been a phantom. Right. I might not even have needed full shower release. This is true. This is true. I'm not going to take yeah. my underwear off, get in the shower, and put the same underwear back on. That's madness. He's not Once having off, sex. No, he's no. not. He doesn't even have they toilet paper. Off, him off the list. I hope he doesn't have sex with anybody. If that's yeah. what well, obviously, he did because he has a child. He figured oh, it out. Oh. After that point, I think after I braided him brutally that afternoon, he started buying toilet paper. He do, found a do, spouse. Now he's with Do Chuck. I know this guy? You Justin? sure goddamn do. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Jada, just use the bodega. I'm like, first off, not called a bodega. Second, I know, right? I'm thinking of a store. Yeah, what is a bodega? the bodega? What is the bodega? He's trying to say the word bidet, but he bidet. doesn't. Know. He's like, Jada, just use the bodega. And I was like, you don't have a bodega in this bathroom. He's like, yeah, yeah, just get in the shower and spray your asshole out with my shower head. It's like, that's does not he a have thing. A well, does he have a detachable shower head? Yeah, it was detachable. Okay, so it's the one with the hose and the whole... Yeah, yeah. it's not connected to the toilet. Yeah. No, no. That's he wants chaos. Your he wants booty crumbs all in his shower so his wife's getting there with her nice pedicure toes, I'm certain. At the time, he was single. Oh, he lived like an he animal in an apartment. He now has a house man. and a Thanks child. Thanks for clearing it up, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. But at the time, he was a man who did not have toilet paper and would just wow. let people poop in their, his bathroom. I can't believe this wow. dude would get so much pussy, too. It's crazy to think. He's a handsome guy. He's yeah. so handsome. Yeah. Only yes. a handsome man could tell you to get in the shower and put, you know. Use the like, I like myself, I couldn't do that. Yeah. None of us I'm are like, telling I'll be back. I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> Use the bodega. Damn, dude. Wow. I think I just lost my mind there for a minute. Man. Jeez. Well, we are cut. Justin, I don't care if your segment's over because it's over now. But either way, we're coming towards the top of time. Dude, that all started from him asking, where'd you get your outfit from? And then that's where it ended up. I mean, do we always, do you always have to get shit talk on the show? I love poop shit talk. talk J-Dub shit talk. Shit, J I like talking J-Dub poop. Talking Everybody poops. All right. And everybody mm-hmm. wipes differently, and I find that interesting. Dude, stop. I'm a Scotsman. Stop, 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 just stop, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. So I guess the next fucking... thing on my menu is brownie bottom pies. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You fucking son of a bitch. What is wrong with us? So what double is happens. with you? The double dip brownie bottom pie. <laughs> Golly. All right, we're coming towards the top of time. It's like upper decking yourself, you know? We're, it's not, we're done decking everything. <laughs> Golly. What the fuck did I just put myself through? This is insanity. I didn't feel like it is. This is what happens when you let right me talk now. about poop talk every week. We should have a poop talk every single week. I literally just no. asked you about your shirt. <laughs> Dude. I feel like an insane person right now. I literally feel like an insane. This is wild. I mean, glad, Dave, glad you're having a great time. But we Thank are coming towards, we're coming towards the top of time. So like I said, in the description of this episode, there'll be links to Dave's website, to his socials, where you can follow him and follow stuff. 
Honestly, it's the best catering around. You're gonna love it. He does a great job. He's on time. He shows up with all you all you need. He caters to everybody's likes and dislikes. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Highly recommended. Everybody's favorite lunch when we get it at the office. This guy's the best. So, like I said, if you're looking for catering, go into the description of this episode. There'll be links for everything. Just click and check it out and give him a follow as well. And if you're not, you know, subscribed to us, give us a follow as well because we deserve it after that. But I want to keep it going. We are coming towards the top of time. Dave, J-Dub and I are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Oh, definitely, man. Just let me know when I'm there. Dude, love it, man. Thank you. Great time. So, uh, Dave, uh, before we get out of here, is there anything you would like to say to your family, friends, and fans before we take off? I couldn't do without my fiance. Give her a shout out yes indeedy you're a nerd shout out and uh thank you guys for having me on thank you guys for promoting the business uh as always we don't make money unless we do business so please check me out on instagram facebook my website uh big dave's catering is probably the easiest way to get to me uh appreciate you man appreciate you guys and uh thank you and it's it's big underscore dave underscore catering yep dave's with an s yep big underscore dave's underscore catering follow on instagram i already looked at it looks dude i'm telling you food porn right i saw that chicken parm platter i was like oh yeah turn this off the the chicken and waffles gimmick he had i didn't i had to i had to i looked at it during the show and i was like i gotta stop so i won't pay attention yeah try to cover every culture man because you never know who you cater for i saw that chicken pot i was like oh is that mozzarella and chicken cutlets say less (laughs) so yep so j-dub anything you want to say to everyone before we get out of here mozzarella and chicken cutlets say less say less very nice well speaking of mozzarella and chicken cutlets this has been another episode of the working perspectives podcast i'm matt lavelle he's jadab justin richardson and our guest today is the one and only dave Farr. in case you're wondering you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and youtube at work perspectives podcast you can us on instagram at working perspectives podcast and you can join us on twitter and tiktok at working p pod and if you would like to be a guest on the show please email us at working perspectives at gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you the sweet sweet content Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. See you.